morning, Patriots. Joey Bruno here. Give zero. I hope your weekend was well, and I hope that you find me well today. That we are positive, and that we are up, and that we are feeling good, and that life in these here United States can get better for us. I did some serious soul searching about me and Give Zero this weekend. Had a lot of thoughts on it. And I don't feel like I'm using the platform the way that I should. Not the way the good Lord intended. In that, you can sit and talk about topical news all day long. With any, any show does that. There's plenty of them that do that. And there's nothing wrong with doing that. That's that's a good thing. And Lord knows you can't sit there and watch Alphabet Soup News and get a straight story out of anybody. And, um, you know, opinions are great, and we all have them. Um, and I certainly do, and I know that you do as well. Um, y'all share those opinions with me when y'all write in and do things and message me and, and all that kind of great stuff. Um, and they're valuable. Opinions are very valuable. But I initially set out to give something different than the same, I won't say lame, it's not lame, but the same old, same old that everybody else gives. So, and, and, I, and I value the time that we share together and I value the thoughts that we have together. Um, but why would you listen to me doing this other than my horrible southern redneck accent and, um, um, you know, me just blathering at times because this is not the always the most polished show in the world. But obviously something in there is hitting a chord or you guys wouldn't keep downloading it and, and keep doing what we do here. So I, I wanted to – I thought about that and I wanted to delve deeper into that and think, okay, well, what is it that, you know, Joey, that you're bringing to the table that maybe people listen to and why they listen? Um, and let's get on that and let's stay on that and see if we can grow that. Because, you know, when you have a mirror and you look in it, um, there's a, there, this may sound terrible, but it's very human and very real. Um, I say terrible. It's, everybody should probably admit this. But there's a point where you self-reflect on it and you go, why? Why do people listen? Why do they want to hear what I've got to say um, when there's a zillion other voices out there as well? And so there's a point where you can really get... Um, not paranoid, but you know, you start having not even self doubt. It's just, you start exploring that and it feels awkward and it feels weird. And it, and if you overthink that, you won't get back in front of the microphone because you realize on the other end of this microphone or, you know, several thousand people that are checking you out. And you know, that's, that can be a bit harrowing, even though I was a public speaker and that's when it hit me. That's when I'm like, wait a minute, that's what you used to do. You used to get it in front of crowds, people and explain things and talk about things and and the crowd would give you feedback and maybe that's what's missing i don't have all of you sitting there you know giving me thumbs up or clapping or whatever else um not that i need that kind of adoration you know but it's cool like when i'm on stage and i'm playing music uh and you have a crowd response that that energy feels real good so anyway i thought well if nothing else bring some of what you've got your core to the table and see if it helps people in their world not necessarily self-help. It's not like that. Um, but, you know, just that idea, just kind of expose more of yourself and be a little braver out there. Um, and don't, you know, use the, the, the platform as a reason to hide anything. Not that I'd hide anything, but, 
you know, use it as a barrier, just bury your soul. And, um, when I do marketing stuff, I'm, I'm a big fan of, and it's so true. Businesses get this wrong all the time and that, well, you need to have uh, 1.734% of the market share in order to, uh, make our target. No, you don't. You need a hundred percent of your audience, no matter what size it is. And this goes back to playing music. You, you play your music, and and the crowd will find you if what you, if your offering's any good. They'll find you, and they'll stick around because that's the kind of stuff I, I you know I buy name brand certain products and some products I like the store brand better because it tastes better. I just experiment around and I and I stick with out and I'm I'm loyal to what speaks to me and so vice versa and so we're gonna do that. So what I what I want to talk about today and what I want to share with you that is my personal experience and what has worked for me and fed me and my family for a very long time is sales, S-A-L-E-S, sales. Um, I'm a very good salesperson. And after you um, do sales and you're, and you're using sales, especially, and I sell straight to the public uh, and laugh all you want to i was in automobile sales i love it uh and let me teach you about sales real quick and how it applies to what we normally talk about so let's start there first the alphabet soup and politicians notice i didn't use a certain party because there's no sense in it any longer Politicians, alphabet soup, all this stuff here is fed to you in a stream. They feed it to you with a fire hose. Constantly. One of our songs has the line, liars and madmen in it. That's what it's about. When you turn on your computer, you pull out your smartphone, when you're watching television, even in music, even in movies and everything you are being fed a stream of crap ola that is a sales pitch a sales pitch and take it from a guy who did 25 30 years in sales you have a unique set of skills and a unique power and you can use them for bad or you can use them for good now, when I was in sales, especially in automobiles, new and used, I always approached it as not selling. I approached it as problem solving, and I also approached it as this. A vehicle is not a small investment. It is the second largest purchase that you're ever going to make probably in your life on something. They always say, you know, a house is first and then a car. The truth is you're going to own probably fewer houses than you do cars, so you're going to spend a crap ton more on vehicles uh, in your life that depreciate like hell versus a house which you hope holds its value or gains some value. And so a vehicle is a, is a massively important purchase. And so, you know, if you are someone that is a helpful person and you are someone that is a caring person and if you are someone that is not an asshole, you're going to use those skills to help them find what they actually need. A family of six coming in there and Papa wants a Corvette, that ain't your car. It's not. Let's look at this nice minivan or SUV or something like that, a family toter. Okay. Um, 
and you don't want to pre-guess what somebody wants because, you know, you never know exactly what's going on. But the case in point is, is that someone that uses those powers and those skills, it's not even persuasion. That's that's the wrong way to sell something. Um, you, you reach out to them. You open up. This is the way that politicians and Congress the presidency and everything else should work because they are. We hired all those people, and they should be helping listen to what our needs are, and then whatever assistance the government can make for us. In reality, you use that. Okay, that's what's wrong with us today in this here nation, and to wit. Here's where I draw, where, and where I'm eventually going to focus to on understanding all this is this, is that the difference, the actual true blood difference between someone that is what we call a patriot and someone that is a liberal or anti-American or whatever the hell they might be, is really a matter of, and this, again, I gave some serious thought to this. I don't think that someone that's, a liberal or wants to be a socialist or something like that necessarily wants to try to destroy anything. They, well, I say that the powers that be do, but the powers that are being sold on this with all the crazy, what they call goodness in their heart are walking down this path because it's the right and best way to go. They have been bought a sales job that was done wrong. Okay. We're going to pay you a bonus on Corvettes. You convince this family of seven to buy one. Get in there, tiger. Get in there and sell it. That is not ethical selling. All right? So I'm going to give you... Now, that that's the premise. That's the premise. And maybe over the span of a couple of episodes of this, we'll, we'll talk about how that's actually actually being done. But let's back up at 40,000 feet, and I'm going to teach you how to sell. I'm going to teach you how to sell right now with the most basic first thing that you've got to learn and the arc of what it is to sell somebody something. Okay? And that is this. When you were young and you're in kindergarten, and I had a great salesperson teach me this. Fantastic. And I learned this late in my career. I, actually, I, learned, I knew this the whole time. I just never put it in these great words. He had a great way of describing the process of selling. But whenever you're young, and I mean very young, four, five, six years old, um, there's a fun game to play. You can play it even earlier than that, depending on, on your intellect, with air quotes, called Simon Says. And you're familiar with it. You go through these little quirky little things, tap your head, turn around, rub your belly. And the person that's doing the instructing on it says, Simon says, you know, Simon says, tap your, tap your toe. All right. The idea is, is in the group of people, in the crowd of people, you tap your toe. And what they're doing is, is they're, they, they want to try to get you to, you know, you, there's different strategies. You do a little faster, a little slower, you know, kind of play with it. And the idea is to give an instruction that Simon didn't say. And you do it, and Simon didn't say, and so you're out. Very simple premise. 
here's the million dollar point to this. The winner is the one that listens and does what they're told. The winner is the one that doesn't think for themselves. The winner is the one that follows blindly. And when Simon says, you do what Simon says. If you don't, you are ostracized. You are cast out of those that are the smart people. You're cast out of those that are the winners. You're cast out of those that pay attention. And with peer pressure applied, it's not always happy for those that don't do as they're told. That don't follow the explained narrative. You're not one of the good people. You're not one of those that wins. And later on on the playground, you can really catch it from the others in your classroom or whatever, your group, whatever. Selling is that. Selling is where you go in there and you listen. This is how I did it. You listen, basically do needs assessment. And they actually use that as a sales tool now. And you come in there, please, let's sit down. And they pre-interview everything. And tell me about your family. And tell me about this. And tell me about how many children do you have in your family. And what will you be using the vehicle for? And blah, 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 blah. Let me help you decide and funnel this down and help choose the right vehicle for you. Now, it, it, again, at 40,000 feet, that's a smart thing to do. I, I need to do that. I need to do it and this, that, and the other. But if that's used the wrong way, they are going to funnel you to this. I'm a big fan of always just asking the questions, just asking questions. All right, now why why are you why are you looking at this this brand? I sell this brand. I'm in a new dealership. I, I, why do you why are you looking at my brand? And people look at me like I've grown a second head. What do you mean? Well, because I'm selling you a Nissan, a, a Ford, or a Chevy might be the better one for you. What? Yeah, let's think about that a minute. You know. What's more important to you? Price, longevity in the vehicle, gas mileage, so-and-so, so-and-so. I can compare this between two other ones. Um, and uh, other makes and models from other manufacturers, and maybe that's the best one for you. That's generally the, a very Christian way to do that. Even if you're not a, a religious person or a Christian person, it is that. I'm, I'm giving the, everything in its fair balance. Um, and I, that's an ethical way to do things. Now, what would also be ethical is if there were news, you just reported the damn news and not sprinkle it with your sales pitch on top of it. And wording is a very powerful thing, especially in this here today's media world, because that headline sticks. You can go back and look at what happened at the Capitol on the day they confirmed, confirmed the votes. Uh, what was it, January 6th or something? Yeah. Um, the truth is, is, is Trump and him held a rally and they're out there. They're going to walk to the Capitol. All right. Later on, a bunch of nut jobs go in there and go crazy inside there. And, and now it's overthrow of the government. Now it's this, now it's that. Well, no, it wasn't because nobody ran in there. Everybody wasn't armed with an M16 and they're blowing bullet holes everywhere. But the narrative that they stick to it or, or say about it tends to stick 
It's also human nature to, to, to like the worst possible thing. And if you're a negative thinking person to begin with, or you've been Simon says since you were young to be told that you've been mistreated socially or that your people have had a unfair go and row of it. Well, all the good news in the world and all the facts around you at some point just don't soak in. Because we don't have anybody ethically doing Simon Says. Or better yet, ethically isn't doing Simon Says at damn all. Just the facts. And I'm going to tell you something, and you know this to be true. Once you're told Kraft Macaroni and Cheese is the best, is the cheesiest macaroni and cheese out there, that whatever sales slogan is attached to it is the thing, you're going to buy that shit. When I'm going to tell you for half price, some certain store brands smoke Kraft Mac and Cheese. Some don't, but some do. But I found that out by trial and error because I'm curious. Maybe because it's hard to sell a salesperson. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't. I watched um, on YouTube the other day. Uh, Joe Rogan. His podcast is amazing. He's an interesting guy, but he said that he doesn't like skeptics because he finds them lazy. And I'm like, well, I'm skeptical, and I'm not lazy. Wanted, and then he defined it, and so maybe skeptic wasn't the right word he was looking for, but. He was right to a point that, and I thought very right to a point. He did a great job on this. He said that, you know, you've already got your mind made up before you roll in there because you're a skeptic. And so there's no chance for any truth to get in there or any other opinion to get in there. And you don't have a chance to weigh anything. And he's right. He's a thousand percent right on that. So I don't like to make snap judgments or snap decisions or anything else. I want to methodically go through things and listen to things and this, that, and the other. I don't look for things that na- that just naturally comfort me. And if you use your sales stuff wrong, if you use those skills wrong, your Simon says wrong, and you can find a weakness in someone, you can get them to do anything. Simon says it's going to be okay. Simon says, I know you're hurting, but I'm going to take care of you. Simon says, you see those people over there? They want to hurt you, but I won't let them. Do you see how this can work? Do you see where this goes? Simon says, we can take all the news that's out there today, and we'll post this like we always do. It'll go out on Twitter, and it'll go out on Gab, and it'll go wherever people want to get it and grab it. And it'll get, it'll sit on the shelf with all the news. All the news that's trying to, Simon says, your attention. All the news that says, liberals, be pissed off about this. Patriots, be pissed off about this. There'll be a million of them. 
a million little things to distract you from the truth. And the truth is, is what the result and the tale of all the facts are. And don't expect to get all the facts right up front. Because there's a bunch of Simon Says organizations out there that want to muddy the truth. Don't let the truth get muddied in your mind. In the social town square, it'll be a pigsty. And a lot of people that are on the Biden bandwagon will sit there and watch the truth unfold of what the goals actually are and were, even about the election itself. And they will, Simon says, their way right down that pipe. And if you don't believe it, go look around you and see how many people are wearing masks today because of Fauciism. Go find out. Go look. Go look. Stay on the truth. Watch out for Simon Says. Get smarter. Because at some point, they've got to wake up or we're all going to be living in social wonderland. Stay on the truth and only tell the truth. Stay on it. Tell it. Tell it. Tell it. Tell it. Tell it. Tell it. No spin. No spin. Just the truth. Because there's more people that know and believe and love the truth than there are people that like to buy the version of cornflakes they're selling. Stay with that. That's our, that's our destiny. Not just a goal. That's our destiny. Because at some point, the line will be drawn in the sand between those that are lovers and seekers of the truth and those that aren't. That's the line between good and evil. Draw your line. Know who you are. Help others. Simple. Because that's how you do sales for 30 years. With a great career. And when you see people in restaurants that you did business with, they don't throw a plate at you. They shake their hand, your hand and they're glad to see you. And it's a wonderful experience. Because you did them right. And in doing them right, you did yourself right. And there's a lot of folks out there that don't want to do anybody right. Not very good silence. With that said, that's all I got for Monday. Just know that I love you guys, because I always do, because I think about you all the time, because y'all are always writing me all the time. Turn my phone on, turn my computer on. There's a nice thing somebody said about what we're doing here, and that makes me feel good. That makes makes me feel awesome, actually. So um, I challenge you this week to go out there, be bigger than the sum of your parts, do something wonderful for somebody, and uh, keep the faith. Please find us on Twitter. At Give Zero Show. Find us on Gab at Gives Zero. The website is givezero.com. It's always the number zero. Don't spell it out. G I V E S, the number zero. Uh, that's a good place to drop us off a comment or say hi or whatever else. Uh, and visit with us there. 
Check out our music over at projecthayseed.net. Thank you for buying music. We appreciate y'all and just for listening to it. It's awesome. And uh, that project got sh- cut short in the big Twitter purge, but we're still rocking and rolling best we can, and we'll keep uh, we'll keep the tunes coming. And um, if you want to donate to the show, uh, buymeacoffee.com forward slash give zero. Um, that's it. That's all I got. Just know I love you guys and be strong out there. I will see you Wednesday. Are we doing this Wednesday? Wednesday. We'll do a short one on Wednesday. Anyway, we'll talk more about sales if you want to. Do more about us. So write in with your ideas, your thoughts, your comments, or whatever else. And let's uh, let's keep doing, uh, doing what we do. So this is uh, Joey Bruno for Give Zero. And I'm signing off. And I'm going to leave you a little Project Hayseed. Because I can. Because I own all this music. I can legally do it on uh, the podcast. This is uh, uh, Oh Say Can't You See. I'll see you guys Wednesday. Love you. Take care. Stay strong, America. Bye.